All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Do Drugs. I am your host, Aliyah Janine. And today I have a, a very fun guest. Um, you may have heard of him, Doug Stanhope. Hello, sir. How are you? You probably have not heard of me. <laughs> Never heard of you. No one's ever heard of you. <laughs> um, I, my Uber driver, I was telling him I was very excited about having you on. And he's like, I don't think I heard of him. And I'm like, I wouldn't expect that um, from you, to be honest. But um, I mean, I definitely have heard of you. Um, we uh, we uh, drunk dialed a fan. We're sitting out in the fun house and I get an email and, hey, uh, here's my number if you ever want to. So I, I, I drunk dialed him. He's mm -hmm. like, holy shit, no one's ever going to believe this. <laughs> go, yeah, no one's ever going to. You're, you're going to tell people, guess who called me? And then you're going to you're going to have to say, no, you, he's a comedian. No, <laughs> so it was actually in like uh, like Home Depot or mm -hmm. Lowe's or something. I go, I, I made him some kind of minimal wager. I go, I bet you cannot find one person. He was like in Alabama or Arkansas. I go, <gasps> if you can find one person in that entire store who knows who I am. So I had him walking up to every fucking employee <laughs> or stranger. Do you know who Doug Stanhope is? Yeah, I, I won the bet. Nobody knew. <laughs> well, I know you. Um, my father used to listen to you. You're not that much older than me, but um, he's the one who introduced me um, to your comedy as, as he did to many um, comedians and stuff. So yeah, so I've been a fan for a while, but I've always, like I, I'm a fan to a lot of things where it's like, oh, I like his work, but I don't really know anything about, you know what I mean? Like I have all of Tori Amos' CD. I don't know a single fucking thing about the woman besides that she has red hair and I like her music. You know what I mean? Like, yes. yeah, I don't like the last time I was a super fan. Of, there was a conflict. <laughs> the last time I was a super fan of somebody was Jonathan Brandis and he committed suicide. So I was like, okay, maybe that's not for me <laughs> when Wait, I was guy right no he was um he was like a young actor he did a movie called ladybugs with rodney dangerfield and um he did another movie with chuck norris <laughs> so he was just like this young kid actor like i was younger um i want to say like middle school like maybe like 12 13 or something like that little fangirl girl and out he had like long hair i don't know i've always had a thing for dudes with like long hair John Bon Jovi when I was younger. Now though, I can't, I can't do it. It's too weird. Like I had to do flip his hair over and I'm like, no, <laughs> so strange. Um, yeah, Hedberg is the only guy I could still tolerate with long hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, um, it's like has to go with a personality and just like overall style, you know, a lot yeah. of dudes have long hair and like put it up in buns. And I'm like, no, like you can't have longer hair than me. Like that's a rule. <laughs> that's a rule. And I hate, yeah, no, it's disgusting. Um, so this podcast is about drugs. I mean, I have to think, uh, what's his name? A chemo baby 1976 on Twitter. Cause he's the one who tweeted you. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'd love to have Doug on. Um, He's definitely done more drugs than I have. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. That's only because you're older. Um, that's why you've had you had a little bit more more time to do more than me, I think. Um, but yeah. So, the, oh, go ahead. No, I was I was going to say I'm the the cliche of everything but heroin, basically. And uh, yeah, <laughs> over pandemic, I thought I could I, I think I could pull off heroin, like trying it. Dude, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, what else is going on? 
I, I think that my addictions that I have are ingrained enough that nothing's going to usurp them. Uh, yeah. So I think I, yeah, I think at this point I'm old enough. I've read every fucking heroin book, every, mm-hmm. you know, rock and roll biography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I would puke and I would hate puking enough. I love mushrooms, but I'm so terrified to do them for the puke aspect. Oh, really? I've never, um, I've never puked on mushrooms. I know a couple people have, but normally not that many. I'm not like, I think maybe like one out of 20 of my friends maybe have puked um, on mushrooms. But yeah, it's not, um, if you do like little bits at a time, maybe try it that way. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, heroin still. <laughs> you like heroin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was talking to one of my girlfriends about that because I had a surgery um, this um, past fall and I was like, dude, I want to try heroin. And like, she's like, technically you had some of the best drugs and like, like doctors gave it to, but I'm like, yeah, but I was knocked the fuck out. So it doesn't count. Like I want to experience the heroin Yes. and not just be knocked out. Yeah, no, I definitely have that thing where I'm like, if I know I'm going to go, the world is going to end. I am definitely trying fucking heroin without a doubt. Yeah, it's it's not a, it's not a because it sucks. <laughs> exactly. It's gonna be pretty fucking great. It's gonna be uh, pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, that's evidently like all the opioid people mm-hmm. they are fucking crushing up oxys. Yeah. Snorting them, then they go to heroin because it's easier to find and cheaper. Uh, and, and they're yeah. fucking ruining opioids. Like I'm at an age where like, I, I use as prescribed. Mm-hmm. Like Xanax is the best thing in my life, but I use it as prescribed. I mean, yeah. it's prescribed for flight anxiety, but sometimes I have flight anxiety just sitting here on the ground in my living room. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, I don't abuse it. And mm-hmm. everyone is fucking abusing opioids. Like when I get cancer in a few minutes, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're going to... Uh, they're going to you know, meet out my fucking pain pills mm-hmm. because, oh, we can't because, you know, the opioid crisis because some fucking cocksuckers in you know Tennessee are fucking yeah. grinding this shit up in a bathroom and snorting it off a toilet tank. And then I'm going to be in fucking agony with cancer because those assholes, there's already drugs out there you can snort. Why are you snorting the ones that... <laughs> Right, yeah, the prescription. Do the fucking heroin. Yeah. <laughs> do, well, I guess a lot of people are dying because people are, because um, of fentanyl. I guess a lot of, um, they're mixing fentanyl with a lot of heroin. I guess for some reason that's easier to get and stuff like that. When I had my surgery, they gave me, yeah, it was a very limited amount. I'm, I'm not really big into oxys. Like I've never like even- What just, was your surgery? Have you already oh, talked about oh, this a lot on your podcast? Uh, no, um, a little bit, not really. Um, I had uterine cancer, so they had to like remove part of my box. I was just going to say, did they cut your cunt out? Because that's yeah. usually- No, no, the cunt's still there. Although I am afraid yeah, yeah. to have sex. I'm afraid it's going to like fall out right now, but I'll get over that fear, I'm sure. <laughs> I, yeah, when I get a vasectomy, I had that same fear. Yeah. Like, the first time I blew a load, I didn't know if fucking chili's going to come out or- <laughs> <laughs> but you're fine now yeah i think more men should definitely get bisectomies yeah i am like the happiest like it was honestly like one of the greatest things that ever happened to me um i don't have to worry about fucking ever getting pregnant and that is so cool because <laughs> i never want a kid so um i'm like yes cream pies all day no. <laughs> yes. but, but yeah they gave me a very limited amount which is fine because i like the um 
I like the Advil or, or like the ibuprofen 600 or 800 milligrams. Cause those always actually got rid of the pain. I've never really been like, um, like, like a pill person in general. Like I have to take Adderall cause I have ADHD. Um, but that actually like helps. And like most of the pills that I do take, I let like, like you, I take them because they're prescribed and I take them when I need them. Not like, yeah, I don't overuse pills. Like if we're talking about acid, that may be another story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I have acid on my to-do list right there. Yeah, have you never done acid? No, I've, uh, but I, I, I'm so afraid to do, uh, yeah, see, I do. So yeah. I'm actually <laughs> looking at my to-do list going, yeah, you have acid, acid. on there. <laughs> like, I, because I, 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 I used to be a, a good tripper, and as mm -hmm time wears on and you have more and more emotional baggage that you've saddled in some back synapse storage unit in your brain. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want all that shit to fucking come rushing out right now. No, that makes sense. Um, acid was like one of the first drugs that I ever did. And it's like this past summer, I definitely started doing it more. Like I would do shrooms and stuff like that. Like I like the microdose, and that's great. Cause I'm also like, I get really sick when I drink now. Like I love drinking. I'm from Wisconsin. So like I'm a binge drinker on top of it. So it's like when I do drink, it's like it's an excessive amount for no fucking reason. That's just how my brain works. So yep. I'm trying to like cut down on the alcohol. So like one little microdose of mushroom makes me feel like I had like a couple of drinks. Like I'm not like seeing anything, you know, it's just a nice yeah. warm. Fuzzy yeah, no, I, I've done that a couple of times where yeah. I, all right, I'm not going deep diving here. Yeah. I'm a grin. And yeah, just it. hanging out. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then I get and the munchies too. too. I like, especially since pandemic, this mm -hmm. you know, year, I've been more into the edibles. Never like smoking pot because of the cotton mouth, and yeah, it ruins the taste of cigarettes. <laughs> oh, see, I like, I like, um, I like a good Newport after smoking like a joint or a bowl. That's like my favorite thing. <laughs> it like adds to it for some reason for me. Yeah, the the, the yuck mouth was fucking intolerable for me. Yeah. And I always was like weirdly paranoid, which I don't get with edibles. Yeah. Uh, well, cause it's more of like a body high than like the mental kind of aspect. It also depends on like, you know, the strand of weeds that you're smoking too. Cause some are definitely more like cognitive where you're like, I think that's, I think that's bullshit. I don't, I, <laughs> I, I, I know I'm new to the game, but mm -hmm. you know, my friends that are all waking in the weed. Oh no, you did the sativa that's for sleeping or whatever. Like now, like, there's no constant with edibles. There's nothing yeah. where uh, it's the same way that people say, "Oh, when I uh, when I drink tequila, I, I want to fight." No, you drink tequila because that's you know ingrained in you that that's what you drink when you're angry. Any, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you're just using that as an from, excuse. Yeah, you don't get fired from your job and say, "I'd like a Pinot Noir" because okay, <laughs> you want a fucking tequila. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I don't think alcohol affects you much differently than weed. No, um, a little bit. I mean, I definitely, cause I, I learned how to drive drunk, like, and just fucked up in general. Like that's how I learned how to drive. So I definitely feel now that I couldn't drive drunk, but I definitely drive stone. Like I could drive on mushrooms. I could drive on acid. No, no, I, I, oh. I meant the different types of alcohol. Oh, 
I, I don't think they really affect you as much as people think. And oh, I, no, 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 not at I all. Tequila is actually one of the, the yeah, tequila is actually one of the cleanest alcohols that, that you could drink. Like it's one of the easiest for your body to like digest and stuff like that. And it's supposed to actually make you like the happiest, but everyone's like tequila, like tequila makes me happy whenever I drink it. Like, but I mean, all alcohol kind of makes me happy when I yeah, drink no, it. I, so, it's fucking yeah. alcohol. <laughs> it's alcohol. Like cancer. All right. <laughs> You had uterine cancer. Like, I, I mean, I, I talked about this with breast cancer awareness mm -hmm. month. Why wouldn't you just be cancer awareness? Like if you cured breast cancer, it's probably the same fucking shit as it's in your as the other. Yeah. It's just in a different fucking place in your body. Yeah. Yeah. I never really understood that concept either. It's like, are there like, obviously there are like different types of tumors and stuff like that, but if it's all just cancer, just yeah. Cancer. <laughs> alcohol is all like alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you um you started comedy like in your 20s. Did were you um were you using before your 20s? Like, did you drink a lot and stuff before you started comedy? I, my my first uh drug, I mean, other than smoking weed as a mm -hmm. teenager, and I was even bad at it then. I remember <laughs> having a, a cook's pond smoking. Uh, uh, part of a joint and then just laying down and having the bed spins and vomiting. <laughs> yeah, it oh, was no. that. Uh, but yeah, the first time was I, I was 18. I had uh, moved from Massachusetts to Hollywood and uh, uh, someone talked me into doing mushrooms uh, and they're like, well, it's all natural. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds all right then. <laughs> and uh we dressed up their dog in a uh, in my suit. I had one suit I brought with me when I moved out there, and we walked up and down Hollywood Boulevard, tripping our balls off, looking at all the fucking freaks. And I was completely like Hollywood Boulevard alone, sober was a freak show to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And my first time on mushrooms, and I fucking had the best time of my life. I still remember specific things from. 1985 because right from that yeah because of the mushrooms yeah i lived um i used to live on cherokee on the corner of cherokee and yucca right, right. there <laughs> when, I, when i moved there for real as a comedian i was at uh uh, uh on curson between santa monica and fountain okay yeah yeah i lived there um i could have walked to your house right i only lived there for a couple months and then i um I moved to North Hollywood. I got like a little house or whatever. Hollywood was a little much for me. Um, although I did make really good friends, became really good friends with the homeless guy. His dog and my dogs like got along and like we would smoke and stuff like that. And he would tell me like stories about meth and being on meth. <laughs> oh, did you ever get, did you ever do a meth phase? Yeah, I did in my, um, in my early teens, twenties, I was a raver in Chicago and stuff like that. Oh yeah, no, uh, meth these glass i tried smoking it before uh, the smoking thing was definitely because like i tried crack like once or twice um those were always kind of like on accident where i thought it was weed because it was like those old school metal bowls that had like the little caps on it or whatever yeah. and so right. get a syringe in your hand no oh no it's a pen it's a pen it's okay. my pen <laughs> no you have to shoot me so. up you've been waving that around and i'm like like it's how to do drugs i don't know if it's a prop no oh god no no i'm definitely no props um i mean i do have weed and, and whatever but yeah there's no need although that would be hilarious um oh shit what was i talking oh, about meth, meth. Uh, oh 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 yeah um 
When I, when I did it, it was called Crystal. Mm. Want to do some Crystal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late crystal. 80s. Yeah, they would also call it like glass. Um, that that was actually the first time that I ever really had like a, a hallucination. Because like, uh, like I said, a bunch of acid and stuff like that. But that never made me like see things come out. And so I was on like a three-day meth binge, me and my girlfriend. just going to say three days yeah because that's when the brain starts doing all that fun stuff just and and i'm driving and um all of a sudden i see just giant like giants and they're all men and they're wearing like the old school black and white striped um outfits or like prison uniforms and they're yep. rolling a ball towards me and i just pull over and i'm like i don't think i should drive anymore <laughs> i'm like i think you're gonna have to take over now um and then as she was driving i saw another like gigantic energizer bunny and i'm like i think i should go to bed i think now <laughs> yeah so that's the first time that i've ever saw anything like that and it wasn't on even like when i like done dmt like it was never anything to that extent that i saw when i was fucking three days up on meth yeah, uh, I've heard a lot of those stories from meth heads. <laughs> yeah. Where, where uh, I, I remember the, the, a couple that were really into it. This is back when I lived in Vegas before I started comedy. Just Vegas before. is big with meth too. It was, yeah. This was '89 uh, or early '90, and they were talking about how they had like the same hallucinations of fucking troll people talking to them s sitting on the top of the fence, but they were both seeing it. Uh, like after, a shared yeah, hallucination yeah i'm just six days up on meth <laughs> yeah that was um that was definitely a learning experience with that particular drug because i've always liked cocaine and i definitely um that is one of the ones that i do occasionally because i do like it so much <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I never stayed up for fucking three days when i did cocaine you know what i mean like yeah. it's a very nice like do a couple bumps at the bar and then go home and go to sleep as long as it's decent cocaine. That's yeah, right. you, 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 you stay up like four or five drinks longer than you should have been drinking. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it gives you that extra boost where you can drink a little bit more sobers you yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I, I was always just like Xanax mm -hmm. uses prescribed. I, I was the guy that, Oh, if there's a, I'm doing two shows and I'm, pretty drunk for the late show and you have a bump yeah i'll do a bump and then i yeah. talk over my thoughts on the, <laughs> the set but at least i'm talking rather than slurring yeah yeah i definitely i've tried um i tried doing a couple of sets sets on coke um it was one night it was like a really late night set and like this you know obviously new york little theater or whatever i was like oh yeah no that's not for me that's not the way that actually cocaine is one of the few drugs that has uh stage benefits like if you know mm -hmm. yourself and yeah you know how to measure it versus how much you drank yeah it, it can be beneficial or it can oh no, no i could oh, definitely wait, 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 wait. The, the movie flight the with movie Denzel movie. Washington. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like the alcoholic, and it's like the uh, alcohol, like what is it, the the drunken recaller or whatever kind of. Yeah, thing. he was like this. Uh, what, what was the guy? Sully. Like yeah. A hero pilot, but they didn't know he was really fucked up. <laughs> like, wait and then he has to go to fucking testify in front of Congress, and he gets really shit faced, and then John Goodman shows up 
with the mm-hmm. coke. <laughs> That's yes, it. yes. It was the best ending to any movie. It's, I, I, I wouldn't recommend the movie, but watch the beginning, fast forward through the middle and who gives a fuck <laughs> about your life and your relationships and get to the end because it's such a perfect portrayal of cocaine versus alcohol mm-hmm. because he ends up going in front of Congress and just telling the absolute truth, which mm-hmm. if, if any of you have ever done cocaine, the, the biggest downfall is you start saying a lot of truths that you should have kept to your fucking self. It does have that effect. On, yeah, I definitely told strangers some very deep things my therapist doesn't even know. <laughs> Be like, well, Gene that I met at the bar three weeks ago knows about this. So I guess it's your turn now, doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never fucked your therapist. <laughs> no, After thank you. Them some gruesome truth. Like <laughs> yeah um i've definitely done a lot of weird things on um on cocaine it's always been i don't know um the first time i ever did it was at a rave i, w- I think i was like 19 and then yeah the guy that i was dating like i used to write him checks because that's when i had a checkbook and i would write him checks for cocaine if i didn't have cash on me and i thought that was the meaning of white privilege uh, for a really long time it's like, um, it's like when Jerry Springer got busted for uh, paying for hookers with personal checks. And you're like, where do you find a hooker that takes a personal, a personal check? check? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, if it's a regular client, I mean, it's Jerry Springer. He's a famous guy. Of course, his check isn't going to bounce. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there would be a lot of drama if his check bounced. I just want to know what he was like putting in the notes, though. Like what it was little. for. <laughs> the little oh, oh, in his own ledger? Mm-hmm. Therapy would be um, appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you said like, so do you um, do you think that you use drugs and, and like alcohol now, like just to maintain, or do you still use it to like escape from something? Do you think? Well, I, I mean, I drink every day. Yeah. yeah. No, unless, unless I'm specifically not drinking for a reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, I drink every day. So I don't, uh, after 40 years, I don't know what I'm escaping from or. Yeah. <laughs> the or stuff what, that you don't want to take acid for, you're afraid it's going to. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, I think sobriety would be the same as acid right now. Like, <laughs> like, like if I stayed sober for a couple of weeks, I'd be going, oh, fuck. Oh, oh, geez. Oh, give me a drink. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, so you say that you do take breaks from drinking, like are there just some days that you don't feel like drinking? No, no. Uh, no. <laughs> well, I, well, right now I probably wouldn't have drank uh, if I weren't doing this podcast for another mm-hmm. couple hours. I yeah. start a little bit early. But, uh, <laughs> you have like, my grandfather was like that. Like he had a time every day that he would have, he drank about like a six pack a day. I want to say, you know, at night or, or whatever, which is a decent amount, just sitting on his chair, watching Wheel of Fortune, drinking beer. Yeah, if, if I only have six drinks, I wake up considering it a night. I, I didn't really drink last night. I only had six. Okay, well, what is, uh, what is your, like, what do you normally drink? Do you drink the same thing consistently or do you change no. it up? Uh, I change it up, uh, but uh, my my usual is uh, vodka, soda, splash of grapefruit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of vitamins in white there. Russians uh, that are, del- I usually close on a white Russian because they're fucking too delicious. 
<laughs> I started with white Russians today because uh, I'm leaving town and I have a gallon of milk that's going to fucking go rot. bad. So you're like, you yes. might as well have some that's, white. I, that's a fucking weird thing about COVID is I've become this like half hoarder, half uh, like, I'm just, like, uh, like I, I've, I've been, as I've aged, I become mm -hmm. more aware of waste. Mm -hmm. uh, but since COVID, like I, I have a stack of fucking paper towels. I'm on a glass table and I wipe it down and I'm like, no, oh, they'll dry out. I'll wipe it down with the same fucking thing tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Like you're definitely be, like slightly more conscientious of like, of being wasteful of like the things you use and like reuse. Like yeah. I've noticed that like, I started like reusing like paper towels. Like if I use one for lunch and I barely use it, like I'll use that one for dinner and yeah. stuff like that. And it's not necessarily like I'm trying, like I've always like wanted to help out the environment, but I think we're fucked on that front. So now it's just like trying to save money for myself. It's just for purely selfish reasons. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure it started with the fucking toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> Well, right. I, I got a bidet over the um, quarantine because I just bought a bunch of things over quarantine. And ever since I got that thing, I barely use like you don't need as much toilet paper. And it's kind of fun. Like it's it's like your, my butt is very clean. And I'm just like, this is refreshing. Like it actually. I have never used one. A lot of and you're not the only there's a lot of guys who are terrified of bidets because like it is a stream of water that shoots into your butthole, not into it, but it's like it's like it feels like it's something's penetrating and a lot of guys are afraid of that. Oh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, absolutely. If it was just going to fuck me in the ass, go to it. But like uh, when you have a fucking man ass. Mm -hmm. a fucking hairy man ass crack i don't think the water's gonna do the job and then when if you have a toilet paper back to that mm -hmm. it's gonna sop the toilet paper and like I, that's how i imagine it it's like it's not crazy. it's not as bad no that doesn't and yeah, it's but not as you don't have a fucking hairy ass crack i don't No, i shave that i still shave that i don't know why i still do yeah, it's, it makes a huge difference, especially when you have alcoholic dumps. I'm not taking these fucking you know, uh, fiber rich fucking no wipers. I'm, no. I'm splattering bowls. And I, 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 I get I that. I would need a bidet that was like a lawn sprinkler with like eight, <laughs> eight heads. <laughs> and it just like rotates around. Yeah, children are jumping through it while it washes my ass. <laughs> I think I, uh, Tushy follows me for some reason on Twitter. We could see what they could do. The bidet. I don't know. I'm like, oh, I didn't buy a Tushy bidet. Sorry. But they follow me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, a, a, a company that makes bidets? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're called Tushy. They're the ones who make all the like really funny um, commercials with like the unicorn taking a dump and stuff like that have you ever I've seen, seen or no that's squatty potty that's the squatty potty what yeah no the internet is they have no chill um <laughs> that is one thing um speaking since we're talking about poop alcohol poops are always really bad but so are like acid dumps like the next day like acid farts like you you've done acid before you're just not doing it now um but i've always known like acid farts and acid shits are like it's almost like toxic waste coming out of your body because it's not necessarily solid, but it's also not necessarily liquid. Does that make sense? Where it's like, this, uh, 
weird oh, soft serve those are the worst yeah because yeah, the smell every time i do acid yeah, i'm like fucking squeegee instead of toilet paper yeah it is unpleasant that's but unpleasant. Um, no, i the 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 hallucinogen dumps are the ones that well actually with coke too mm-hmm. but they come on right away like, I just yeah some, so sometimes some people will poop instead of throw up like my one girlfriend especially with ecstasy she always had to take yeah. a shit after she took a pill and then she'd start rolling or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i never had that um i never had that where i needed to like either throw up like i've definitely like when I used to dance, uh, we used to get paid to drink. So I would like do shots, go in the bathroom, throw up, go do more shots, you know, so I wouldn't get alcohol poisoning kind of thing. But I've never had to throw up on like ecstasy or um, or mushrooms or anything like that. I mean, knock on wood. <laughs> I, I remember we, we used to fuck with the Montreal Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess, uh, I guess I was 2005 was the last time I did it. And then, anyway, they gave me some shitty offer to come back. Like they just kept like jacking up the ticket prices, but paying mm-hmm. the comics less and less. And yeah. they gave me some like, like embarrassingly, like insulting offer to do a fucking one man show run or. Yeah. Especially like, for something that that's that, you know, that big, like it's a huge fucking festival. Well, they, no, it's not. I mean, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's a huge festival, but it's it, it, the, the glory days of getting a half million dollar deal mm-hmm. that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So, uh, but they still think they're fucking that great. So we went up and, did, and it's the just for laughs festival. Mm-hmm. And so we went up and did just for spite where I go, I could make that same amount playing some fucking punk rock fucking four wall gig at mm-hmm. a shitty bar i could make more in two shows than what you're offering me for a 10-day run yeah and, and we did that uh and we called it the just for spite, spite. Festival. <laughs> and then we went up the next year and did we did it again but we didn't even do a show my mm-hmm. manager found a car wash across from the whatever the hotel where everyone stays and parties Mm -hmm. all the comics are Mm -hmm. we rented a car wash for the night through our own party with fucking free booths we get all the fucking comics leaving their fucking party to come to our party (laughs) and i did ecstasy and i remember talking to some fucking poor kid Mm -hmm. and i'm fucking gacked and i'm (laughs) I'm inspired and in the middle of it i'm like it's not even a nauseous vomit it's Mm -hmm. like uh it's almost it's something like, like stuck in your throat kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so someone's fingering my uvula, and I'm, I'm talking, and I went, yeah, projectile vomited while I'm in the middle, and I would not fucking kill my sentence. I just wiped off my lip and went right back. Don't worry about that. Anyway, what was I saying? Cut to end of the party. Fucking mm-hmm. sun's coming up at six a.m. The car wash is about to like go back into business, and I. I'm talking to this same kid who's one of the last people there. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, why is it every time I talk to you, I vomit? (laughs) That poor kid probably thinks it's him. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, yeah, it's a whole different level of vomiting. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a good kind, but it's it's definitely where your body is like rejecting. Yeah. something like that it's like we need to get the fuck out yeah i definitely uh when i drink too much alcohol especially now that i'm older like i will like i throw up so much more than when i did when i was young when i was younger like in my 20s 
and almost up even up to my 30s like I'd be able to finish a bottle of vodka at night and be fine like drive home that's I'm just from Wisconsin that's just how we're raised it's where? Like when I, where? Uh, Milwaukee in right. Milwaukee yeah um you and know so the password for the safe house Oh God. Oh, um, I haven't been in the safe house for a while. Wasn't it just password for a while? I remember. I, I, don't, I, I still don't remember. I've been there like three times and I always loved the, 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 the gimmick of it. Yeah. But it was always empty. No one else liked the gimmick. No. Well, I mean, there'd be like some tourists. Uh, I had a friend, like I have a lot of bartender friends. So we had a friend that bartended there. So we would like hang out there like occasionally, but the drinks were always so expensive. So we would just, I mean, and for right. Wisconsin, and it wasn't really your friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had like they, they had cameras and stuff everywhere, and it was just like whoa. So we just went to the dive bar, you know, where we always got free drinks, basically. Oh, was... Raider, look up the uh, look up the safe house in Milwaukee. It's a fuck. It's 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 really cool. It's like beyond speakeasy. It's yeah. They have um like the secret rooms and like um. And they have like little passageways mm -hmm. and it, I guess yeah, it the, on... the door is like this old fashioned door and mm -hmm. it says like something import export company. And you're like, this is a closed business. Yeah. 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 And you have you to go like in? go into the alley to actually get into it as well. Like you can see it from, um, I forgot what street that is, but um, yeah, to get into the front door is actually through the alley or whatever they make it. They make it fun that way. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I cut you off. You would no. think. The puker. Um, but yeah, um, when I moved to Florida, I had a really bad experience. Um, I went to some like baseball game because they have all the spring training camps and stuff like that. And I was out with my friend and we started, I want to say at like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, which is that's a normal pre-gaming kind of thing. And I was drinking vodkas, vodka sodas. And um, I drank a lot of vodka sodas. And then it would just, and in that Florida heat all night, I ended up um, projectile vomiting all over a baby's RS parking lot. Like I had a, um, I had a convertible, a Sebring Chrysler Sebring convertible, and I had to sleep in the parking lot until like, I woke up around like eight when people like started, you know, opening stores and stuff like that. And I ended up throwing up again. I'm like, oh, I'm still not ready to drive. <laughs> I didn't leave until like 10 o'clock in the morning and just with that heat. And I got, I was sick for like two weeks. Like I definitely gave myself alcohol poisoning. And ever since then, I have not been able, like I lost my Wisconsin drinking card. <laughs> like I can't do the same anymore, which sucks. Cause like, like I said, when I go out, I'm like, oh, I could drink. And it's like, no, no, you can't. Be. That, uh, I, 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 well, in my adult life, I've never been a booze puker. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, there, 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 I, I remember a bar, there was a one nighter uh, TJ's in Mankato, Minnesota. And they they just prided themselves on getting the comics fucked up. They just yeah. they went up, they send a barrage of shots, and they didn't care if you. They just wanted. Oh, it's to a competition in the Midwest. Drinking is it really is. Yeah, uh, and I was just opening. I remember the 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 comedian that was headlining was a a, a, a lady named Cindy Eaton. Okay. And so I'm opening. Like I'm not even getting any fucking jokes done. They're like, just do the shot, you fucking pussy. <laughs> and I'm just doing every shot they sent to me. And I literally walked off of stage. I had I got there early because mm -hmm. I lived out of my car then. So I've been there since like 
three in the afternoon. <laughs> so my car is right out front. Mm-hmm. And I walked directly off the stage after introducing her and went, went and got into my car and laid down where the doors open. It's summer. I can still hear her. And I hear, oh, oh, I don't, I don't actually drink. Thanks anyway. No, really. A guy had come up on the stage with a shot for mm-hmm. her. And she's like, and I, I remember manning up and I raced back inside, <laughs> went up on the stage, did the shot and went right back out and threw up all over the fucking sidewalk. I got back in my car, slept for three hours and I was still, it's probably the drunkest I ever drove. Yeah. You never, um, not a big drinker and driver. Did you? Well, I was um, staying in Minneapolis, which I think is like an hour, hour and a half away. Yeah. And I had to go back there, but you had to move your car at 2 a.m. 2, 2 or it would get towed. So I just waited till 1.59 going, all right. I'm going <laughs> to have to tough this out. I don't have a lot of options here. Well, that's good that you were responsible. Um, none of us in the Midwest were raised to be responsible. Um, no, no, I wasn't responsible. I well, just had the money to get towed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have the money for a hotel. I lived out of my car. And I was like, I got to drive drunk. You got to drive drunk. Yeah, that's um, Wisconsin's a fun place. It, well, the Midwest in general, like there's a lot of similarities. I mean, they're all kind of the same, to be honest, except Chicago has more crime. That makes it more fun, though. Um, it's so much more fun in Chicago than everywhere else. Uh, <laughs> um, so how I do you definitely see- better than fucking North Hollywood? By the way, oh, I God, have to know yeah. is that I, I'm assuming that's Andy Warhol because I just see Andy and then uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's a quote that um, it's like a sticker quote. Can you see it? It says, um, don't think about making art, just get it done. Let everyone else decide if it's good or bad, whether they love it or hate it while they are deciding, make even more art. All right. (laughs) You have any comments on that? Art. (laughs) Art. Um, All art. (laughs) It's all art. Do you consider comedy an art form? Uh. I, I don't even know what art means, but I, I just know that the people use it as a cop out a lot. <laughs> I, I, I think it's, it's an old bit I used to do. It's like the word love is like mm-hmm. art. You can you know, call any, I love pancakes. I love my mother. There's a lot of fucking leeway there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's very I true. I think the, the only art that I appreciate is con art. <laughs> con artistry i fucking love any yeah. like, movies about con art like grifters and stuff like yeah. that yeah my yeah. dad was um he was definitely considered a con artist for sure he definitely taught me um some things he de- he did um he, he did a little bit of grifting i know that I, he did more because he liked to he liked adrenaline, like adrenaline rushes, like he was in Vietnam and stuff like that. And, and like he he liked getting off on that. So like he would just shoplift sometimes. But yeah, there, there'd be certain times when like he would um, he would con like drug dealers out of like a shitload of drugs. And he's a really large man. He's like six foot ten, like 250, 300 pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. And, he, you know, he used to steal cars for the mob and like, you know, in Vietnam. 
when he was 18 Wait, so like a train wait, killer steal cars for the mob in vietnam no 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 no, no. sorry he was stealing cars for the you mob when he... that, so i didn't uh, no in chicago well, and he your was... twitter blows up <laughs> be like how is that possible <laughs> um and he was in vietnam so like yeah so he just he you know had a rough childhood and he's a very tough guy and so yeah he used to just con fucking drug dealers out of like money or drugs just for like because he was bored kind of thing. Hang on. Mr. Raider, would you make me one of yeah. one more of these delicious white Russians before I switch to fucking whiskey coke? Well, it's you put the same amount of vodka, yeah. fill it with milk and just the tiniest amount of Kahlua. Okay. I don't I don't I don't, I don't. The Kahlua is um I like what is I like the chocolate ones. Like I won't I don't like coffee. So anything coffee flavored I'm always like ugh. But I do like, um, was it the black Russians? I like the black Russians. Those are all I was right. mother's drink. Mother, mother was a black Russian drinker in her drinking days. Yeah. Something about like dairy and like alcohol never really like seemed to sit well with me. Maybe it's because of all the cement mixers that we used to have to drink. I, I, I like uh, Bailey's whiskey coffee and my white Russians. I do fat free milk. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would probably drink milk and vodka if it didn't sound so disgusting. So I just put a- It does sound really fucking hint. disgusting. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> a tiny hint of Kahlua and then it's kind of a white rush. Yeah, and then it's kind of a white rush. And that is a really interesting, maybe like it's better for your stomach in some well, ways. I don't know. Is it like like it's dairy milk? Like you don't drink, drink like oat milk or almond milk no, or anything like that? No, I, I've never tried them, but- uh, I've uh, I'm 53 years old, and uh, over the course of years, I, I I'm pretty good at prejudging things. Mm -hmm. Like I always knew I would hate uh, Europe, and I was right, <laughs> except for the Scandinavian countries, and I was right. Yeah, uh, yeah, the fucking Norway's gorgeous, but uh, yeah, the rest of it, all that old fucking history. Yeah, I knew I was gonna hate it, and I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I know that I don't like what you're eating. Okay, I'll try it if you just try it. Okay, I did. And I hated I hate it. it. <laughs> Are you happy now? Yeah, there is that thing where people just feel that if you do something that you're going to, they really feel that they could change a person's mind. And that's no. Yeah. Uh, sushi was, uh, but I was younger and I was, uh, I was in love with this girl. So I, I ate it. And I fucking love sushi. The only things yeah. we do on the road now, it's my only sushi. interests, we hit thrift stores and we uh, we find good sushi. I was always afraid to eat sushi. I mean, because I lived in Wisconsin. It's the Midwest. I'm like, there's no ocean here. Yeah. You know, like, and then when I moved to LA, I tried it. I'm like, oh, it's great. I can't do eel though. Like it freaks me out. I think it's because I, I just don't like the way it looks when it's alive so i can't uh -huh. <laughs> what is that you'll fucking creep me out um how do you think like drinking and stuff like that do you um how do you think it has helped you in certain ways and how do you think it has hindered but like um you in certain ways i i, I hate to keep quoting things i've said but okay. usually anything i've had an opinion about at all has eventually been in my act at some point in mm -hmm. 30 years of comedy but uh, I, I always say uh, there was uh, drugs, alcohol, and cigarettes are the, re I give them full credit for my career. Yeah. <laughs> drugs expanded my mind enough to think of things, you know, differently. And uh, cigarettes 
gave me the patience to write it out in a comedy friendly format and alcohol gives me the courage to stand up here in front of you judgmental <laughs> and say this out loud like it's really funny yeah yeah because um I was also going to ask, like, do you think you could do any other job like like with like the way that you drink? Uh, well, geez, that's a problem is. uh, Yes, if it was only for an hour and a half. <laughs> like when I did Louie, mm-hmm. uh, I'm drinking like I, I can't act. I fucking hate acting. It feels yeah. so false. And uh, so, but yeah, drinking, you can power through, but you're shooting uh, you know, 14 hour days. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I'm, then I'm drinking. The worst is when you, you, you drink and stop because then. You get, get like that tired and then happy. like you try to, yeah. yeah. Then you try to start back up again and you just like, you lose your momentum a little bit. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I could do a lot of, uh, I could do a lot of jobs. Uh, for an hour and a hour half. and a half that's about it <laughs> I get that like I like acting but I get um I get what you're saying it does um I mean it is fake like you're acting <laughs> uh, the last time the last time I acted was the uh I've closed I've closed down a lot of shows <laughs> I did a uh, Roseanne mm-hmm. and it was just like, like two minor lines uh, uh her you know her last uh, the the last Roseanne. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before um, before she got was it before she got kicked off or like yeah. back in the yeah. night? No, no. The the last one. Yeah, right okay, before yeah, so. she got kicked off. Right? <laughs> I, I did. I Dennis Miller had like a a, a talk show on something in the you know early two thousands. Mm-hmm. I went on there and I fucking had a a a, a, a great like back and forth and then monday oh dennis miller got canceled i've done like four shows <laughs> my last special not my last special but the special i did for CISO. Mm-hmm. oh CISO god the, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> yep. fucking i canceled the network <laughs> <laughs> i've been the last guy on so many things and my yeah my my comedy special was the last thing that was on CISO <laughs> as far as comedy went uh, and net is now no longer a network. Yeah, which was really yeah. I know a couple of people who had some specials that were supposed to come out on there that never came out. I'm like, well, they're like, at least we got paid. But I'm like, do you still own your like that material? Because you know, some like or Comedy Central will like buy those jokes, and you're not allowed to use those jokes anymore, or something like that. Depending. Well, that's I, I I've I've meant to test this. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. You the, the same reason that you can't copyright comedy mm-hmm. or yeah vanilla ice gets sued for do 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 oh yeah uh, music but someone can do your entire fucking act and there's nothing you could do about it yeah so, by the same token every special that i've done that's owned by someone else i could just refilm the exact same special yeah and special. be like <laughs> yeah well i said uh instead of uh <laughs> at that pause and you go it's fucking completely different yeah yeah oh yeah no that's actually a good way of doing it um just change it up to say fuck you to them (laughs) which is yeah because i always thought i'm like they're not owning anything i think that's why a lot of like comics now are like just filming their own stuff i mean with the way that like phones are and everything like that like people could just 
film it themselves, release it themselves, you know, if they yeah. get good enough marketing, it's almost, it's almost better that way. It seems like, cause then you don't have to worry about like people trying to like own your product and stuff like that, which always, that always sucks, especially from my former job. I had a big problem with that. Um, what else? Uh, former job. Oh, oh, you don't know. Well, that's why I thought you had the joke about writing it on your left hand that you weren't going to look at your left hand. Um, I'm a retired porn star. I used to do porn. Um, uh, see, I was I was very drunk last night. This is- <laughs> that's like I think maybe I was the only one um, that got that, or maybe yeah. Obviously, I'm just going to remove my fucking foot out of my I mouth. Have look, I have not looked at my tweets, but I do remember taking a picture of my hand. Yeah, with the 5 p.m. or, or whatever on yeah, it. Podcast and, 5 p.m., but it was not a, like a jerk-off joke. Or no, no, but yeah, but that's um, I, well, that's where my mind goes automatically because my life is just surrounded by horrible sexual puns until I die now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, like eight years, I've been retired eight years. I've been doing comedy longer than um, than I did porn, but people are always going to know me for porn. And that's um, and wow. that's fine. Is there is there such thing as a porn star anymore? Not really. Not. I mean, I mean I'm sure everyone who has a fetish finds. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like the way that girl pees. She has. Yeah, <laughs> she's the like, star to me. Like I, I always had to jump her. Like their I name. It's not right. no Jenna Jameson anymore. She was the last. Yeah. Like, Jenna Jameson, like Lisa Ann, um, you know, definitely now, especially because like you have, you know, your next door neighbors on OnlyFans kind of thing. So it really depends on, you know, like the mainstream porn industry, like how many, like if you're working for Evil Angel or Wicked or, you know, these big companies and yeah. put you out that way. But yeah, it's pretty much just uh adult performer i used to have a joke where it's like well i starred in porn so therefore i'm a porn star <laughs> yeah, all right there you go <laughs> so my I name worked. was on the marquee bitch so yeah i'm like it says there starred i'm like and it was porn so therefore porn star yeah no i don't care of what what people like adult performer cocksucker literally you like, know i i can't i can't remember the last time i saw porn that like where you like with credits yeah <laughs> right yeah hey, you just it's- watch a clip and you fucking unload and then mm-hmm. then you do laundry yeah yeah i mean yeah they kind of um well they oversaturated the market so they don't even really make i mean you can see some on showtime and stuff like that now but yeah they don't really make like the movies that they used to make now because they had this yeah <laughs> I, did, I did that i hosted the avn's uh, I think it was 2006 or seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't in porn then, but I remember. Oh my god, it was awful! It was the worst experience ever. And it's I weird, thought, right? I thought porn people would be fun and have some kind of uh, 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 like they could laugh at themselves. Oh no, no, mm-hmm. they take that shit as seriously as mm-hmm. actors do the Oscars, mm-hmm. and they were. They were fucking just snipey, stupid, fucking cunty, <laughs> awful people. Yeah, no, they definitely. Yeah, because that that's like a really big deal to them. Um, yeah, I've definitely had so many jokes because I mean, like I was having sex on film. Like, how could you take it too seriously? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not concerned about winning best blowjob. Like that was never 
Like, I just like doing it. Like it was fun and I liked the money. And then the money started going away because no one's fucking paying for it. And then like people are faking syphilis tests and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is, I'm done with this now. That's done. So, um, it's, it's, it's uh, I always found it strange. The, um, I guess it'd be a reverse hierarchy in, uh, like strippers would say, oh, I would never do porn. Yeah, uh, escorts, porn escorts. Go, I would never be a prostitute. Uh, like- mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they definitely have that. Yeah, a lot of um, a lot of, like prostitutes or, or escorts, um, they always say they're like, oh, I can never do porn because like my name's out there. I'm like, well, yeah, that's why you're making $300 an hour and I'm making $2,000 an hour. Like that's the difference of why. <laughs> you yeah, do- what- as if like as a feature act would you go out and dance yeah yeah that's actually how i got into porn was through um i like how he took over my pocket no i um yeah i totally feature dance like i was a stripper and i wanted i needed more credits and this company was like oh it was the score group or whatever out in florida and they're like get magazine credits i'm like oh okay and then they really wanted me for this movie and then yeah it was called mamazon <laughs> and then after that I really, Mamazon. Yeah. I was about a tribe of big breasted women who have never seen men before. And we had this stone that made our boobs bigger. And these um, explorers wanted our stone because they wanted everyone's boobs to be bigger. (laughs) Did you try to punch up the script as you went through it? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, There's, I actually have, there's this game that I play in my, um, in my hardcore comedy show where um, it's like, did she really say that? So a lot of the things that, because I used to get in trouble because I would like just crack jokes and and they're like, Leo, we have to be serious. And I'm like, can't really. So I had to act like, so I did a lot of research on porn because I didn't really watch a lot of porn. I'm like, okay, we make a lot of noises. I'm like, I could do all of that. And they're like, no, you have to act like you actually haven't ever seen a dick before. So it was a blowjob scene and I was given a bl- like, oh, well, I was like looking at it. I'm like, do I bite it? And um, so they, they actually kept that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was, yeah, there's a couple of things that I've definitely said that um, have resonated with some people. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should just do comedy because that seems to be my thing. Oh, I just God. realized that how fucking old I am is uh, I'm not going to go look up your porn. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, what's wrong with me? <laughs> that, is, that is definitely a sign of maturity. Although now that we have spoken and stuff, if you do search, you will probably end up finding me. And uh, that just happens. It happens to Big J a lot, and he gets very upset because he always feels like I'm judging him through the screen, which I am, obviously. Um, I'm <laughs> judging all of you. <laughs> which is great. Um, did you ever have a, speaking of sex, did you ever have a, like, what's your favorite drug to have sex on? Do you have, like, a favorite um, drug? Yeah, Besides no. alcohol. <laughs> uh, no, no, alcohol doesn't fucking help at all. <laughs> I mean, smoking for 40 years doesn't... Uh, it, help with the blood flow either exactly uh, <laughs> uh well i mean obviously it's cocaine if it's first bump mm-hmm. okay yeah you can't because you will get dick after a bunch of cocaine yeah <laughs> but it, like I, you, you never want to fuck more than after the rush of the first fucking line <laughs> like let's fuck now and ha- get it over with uh and ecstasy 
again, it, it, it's not good fucking, but I, I could fuck with a limp dick for four hours on ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot hey, of this isn't working, but it's still fucking fun. It is very fun. I do. Yeah. Um, I did. Um, I like having sex on mushrooms. Like mushrooms is one of my, and, and ecstasy, but yeah, mushrooms. I like, um, I like having sex on, I think you need to do some acid and like get rid of some of the, some of the stuff in the background. It'll be fun. It's a pandemic. Get, get it out now while the world is shut down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's scary. The world's opening up and I, I want no part of it. I'm like, mm, yeah, I did my first indoor show, um, last night cause I had my first vaccine shot or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I can lick people now. I'm like, I'm disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even like it when people touch me and like, I'm not licking anyone, but it is fun. I'm like, I do feel a little like, like that false sense of security because I got fucking shot up with it. I get my second shot, but yeah, it will be, um, people are going to be disgusting too when everything opens up. If you think about it, because like people haven't been going out, they haven't been socializing all that much. And like the first couple nights out and people drinking, Oh, especially in New York city. Yeah. It is just, I just, Oh, it's going to, there's going to be a lot of fights. I feel Wait, like are you in New York city. Yeah. 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 I live in I Manhattan. You're in North Hollywood. No, 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 no. I used to live in North Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, no, I used to live. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. I've been in New York for like seven years now. Um, yeah. I, well, even Hollywood, I think is going to be fucking gross too. Like every major city is going to be just because people aren't going to remember how to behave in public, especially when they're fucked up. Yeah, uh, well, at least they're not fucking yelling at dollar store fucking people for <laughs> right them for not wearing masks. Yeah, oh, God, all of it. I'm over all of it. Um, well, thank you for coming on. It was wonderful to like actually like meet you and chat with you. Super yeah, this fun. is fun. I knew this was gonna be fun based yeah. on the name. <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, I like the name. I think it's very good marketing. Um, I like it. Not, not, not enough people do drugs anymore. I think they, they do. They just text. don't talk about it because it's still like really stigmatized. And uh, that's like, you know, being, you know, technically being a sex worker and stuff. I had, I used to have a podcast that, that I talked about like sex work and I had, it was a co-host and she was like, she was very conservative. So it's like, we, you know, we would debate like different views on sex and stuff like that. And so with this one, I'm like, we need to talk about more about drugs now. Every bitch has a fucking OnlyFans now. I'm like, my job is done with that. And I'm like, move when on. You to look at, when you look at like Oregon, that mm -hmm. decriminalized all drugs. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, things are actually happening way too late in my life. Yeah, but right. <laughs> but it is, um, it is interesting to see. And I do like that Oregon, you know, is doing that. And um, we'll definitely wait. To see. I mean, there's countries that obviously have like a lot of drugs that are legalized or at least monitored. Monitored and, and stuff like that. And they're and the crime rates are very low, you know, actual addiction is really low, yeah. you know, because they're just they're like also oh. really boring countries. Right? <laughs> you go to Amsterdam, like half the fun of uh, uh, more than half the fun of doing drugs is they were illegal. Yeah, it's because you're not supposed to be doing them. That's the greatest part about it. at least for me. Yeah, I, I tweeted that. Uh, because we just passed, you know, recreational in Arizona mm -hmm. uh, for you know marijuana, and I I tweeted something about ever since it's been legal, they're not nearly as much fun, and people are like, yeah, they they, they people were taking it like the product is like weak now that it's. I'm like, no, no, the fact it's the yeah. fact that it's legal. <laughs> legal. 
I've been doing these for a year and uh yeah it just seems like it's less fun now that it's legal yeah I mean I still smoke pot like I have my medical card and stuff like that I've been like pot has always been my thing like I like smoking pot more than drinking and stuff like that um but yeah it's never legal or illegal it doesn't matter like I'll still get it from like my regular drug dealers or whatever I'm not buying it in the fucking store that's big in uh, Bisbee where people are like, yeah, I, I like the product better than I got from the guy down the street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to help out the small businesses. That's what America is about. The small businesses. Help out the small businesses. Yeah, no, it fucking legalized marijuana destroyed a whole black market economy of people that didn't want to have a job. So they sold weed and took the risk. Yeah. Now, yeah, now that guy that used to sell you weed down the street, he's going to be at fucking Walmart at the fucking weed, weed <laughs> with a name tag and a blue smock making fucking seven twenty five an hour. <laughs> I actually used to work at Walmart. I did loss prevention. I used to bust people for shoplifting. Wow. that's See, there. there's a premise for porn. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. hey is there any way i can get out of this dilemma out of this dilemma <laughs> i actually like um i have a a great idea about like comedic porn it's called <laughs> and it's where um where we take like setups for porn scenes like with a porn star and a comedian and like like we set it up like where they're speaking like porn, but they're not going to have sex where it's like I had one where it's like um, I'm at the gym and, and Greer Barnes is is my um, is my coach or my fitness instructor. And Jim Norton is my um, is my husband. So it's like a cuckold kind of thing. And then like Bobby. Yeah, like I had this whole thing. <laughs> I thought it would be um, hilarious. Greer Barnes helped me out um, with that, which is great. But, um, fucking do it. it'd be great i'll think of a scenario with you i thought like bobby kelly being like a plumber with his butt crack hanging out you know like lisa ann or something but really like fixing the plumbing (laughs) (laughs) never gets to porn never gets to porn at all (laughs) like you just keep saying oh my husband's out of town yeah but yeah you're gonna help me with the plumbing and all he does is fucking do the plumbing Mm -hmm. yeah and she's like like in an outfit like a sexy outfit. oh yeah so hot for your uh, yeah you, you need to a... mm-hmm. yeah i don't know why i think that would be hilarious but i'm also slightly disturbed so there that's yeah that's the problem with uh, a comic sense of humor versus an audiences yeah. <laughs> yeah, this would be like a comics only kind of uh yeah 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 there was a couple there was a couple of my new jokes that i tried out last night about like my dad allegedly being like a serial killer or whatever and only the comics laughed at it and i'm like all right it still needs some work it needs some but they laugh so i have a start like there's a start <laughs> which is great um so where it's can a people fucking find- pleasure it was so good um plug whatever you want uh book i know you have specials and all that fun stuff yeah, yeah. The the book uh, No Encore for the Donkey on Audible. Eventually, we're gonna get the hard copy out, but it was an Audible exclusive. So right now, it's on Audible. No Encore for the Donkey, and it's a good book. Good. All right. Well, thank you. Um, obviously, you know you can find this show How to Do Drugs everywhere. Thanks.